0: All right. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. ala Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. And welcome to the Dope Muslim Woman podcast. How are you guys? It's so great to see all of you. Assalamu
1: alaikum. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: Mashallah, I say this every time just so, so people would know, but um, we are officially live, but it does take a moment <laughs> or two for it to officially roll over onto our platforms. For our audience members, as you come in, please offer the salams. Walaikum salam. Veronique, you're always the first here. Good to see you. Assalamu alaikum, everybody. Welcome to the Dope Muslim Woman Podcast Special Edition. We are here on season three, series three, Love and Restoration. And this is our final special edition of this series. And I'm super excited. Um, I hate to say that we say the best for last. But you know, we, won't, we don't want to say that too loud, Masha'Allah. <laughs> so, we are here with Selection Perfection, um, which is based off of a new and upcoming book by that clay couple. And we are humbled and happy to have a phenomenal guest, um, expert here in the building. and I will introduce her in a minute. Assalamu alaikum, please grant give your salams, it keeps the barakah here. Um, it's nice to see all of you guys, mashallah. All right, let's get right into it, you guys. I have a phenomenal panel here for you guys today. I'm gonna start um, with our beloved sister. Um, We have, um, she is a single mother of two children. She's a nanny and a parent coach. And for many of us in in the Atlanta area, we know her for having very, very famous kale wraps (laughs) that everybody is obsessed with. We will travel all around the city to get these kale wraps. Welcome, Sister Naima, to the show. As-salamu alaykum,
2: Sister. Wa alaykum assalam wa I'm thank so you. happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank, thank you, you for, for being here.
0: Thank you for being here. All right. Mm-hmm. And our brother, he is um, a native from um, Indiana, but he was raised in Tennessee. He's um, been t- 10 years as a chef, worked 10 years as a chef at a culinary expert. He also does photo designs and resizing and framing. And I think his business is called Get Framed. Um, He is an author of an autobiography called Streets Led Me Here, and it will be available on Amazon in June. I am so happy to have Brother Trishon here on the show. Assalamu Alaikum, Brother.
1: Waalaikum salam. Thank you for having me. I really, really appreciate it.
0: Thank you for being here, mashallah. And I'm so humbled here to have um, this amazing brother, mashallah. He is the founder of, is it an emperor clothing? Okay. Um, and it is, uh, it perpetuates African royalty and greatness. Um, he is well known for his um, expertise in financial literacy. Um, he's an instructor, instructor in creating pr- the proper investment portfolio. Um, among all the market madness we are experiencing right now, he is your finance go-to guy to go um, to to have in our community. We are blessed to have him, Brother Yusuf. Welcome to the show.
3: Assalamu alaikum.
0: Alaykum salam. And last but not least, our amazing expert here for today, Mashallah, she comes always comes back and supports the Adult Muslim Woman podcast. I'm just humbled to have her um, not only as an expert that I can call on, but just as a friend. She's worked in the mental health field for over 20 years. Um, She is a um, licensed counselor. She's worked on the board of directors for several nonprofit organizations. She's an ongoing contributor in the counseling department for About Islam. She is one half of that Clay couple, a famous couple that is known all over the world for their counseling and their support of Muslim marriages. She has, mashallah, her and her husband have a premarital 100% success rate with their courses. And she is also the author of Selection Perfection, which is what this podcast is based all around. It is now in the pre order phase. You can pre order it on thatclaycouple.com and it will be available um, on March 2nd on Amazon. Welcome, Sister Naila Clay to the show. Assalamu alaikum. Thank you so
4: much. I am humbled.
0: And um, thank you for being here and watch all we're going to get right into the discussion, but I thought it was interesting as everybody's giving their salons. I have an amazing sister and she just shared really quickly. She said she's never had any luck with finding a good Muslim guy. What can she do to improve her profile Muslim dating app? So we already have the questions going y'all. So we're going to get into it. I'm ready. Mashallah. Subhanallah. All right. So let's get into it. Um, So we're this concept of like picking the right person. We've been talking about love and restoration for a while. Um, This is sort of everybody wants to know how do we get it right? Um, And and some can say some would say it's an art form. Right. Um, Sometimes people choose a partner or stay with somebody in an unhappy relationship um, predominantly based on off of some kind of fear. So let's just start here. What are some patterns that men and women have regarding choosing a good partner? And if it's okay, Brother Yusuf, is it all right if I pick your brain about this? What, do you, what patterns do you see?
3: Uh, fear, I almost, I almost wanted to stop writing my finance book and start, you know, start on, it's like I'm in the middle of it, I, I need to finish. Um, but I, I almost want to stop and just write one on fear because it's, it's huge. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. the fear is just. I, I actually, I actually got like I did a synonym study on it. I did, I did an Islamic study on it, but I also did like just, just. I, I told somebody we need to really learn English so that we could actually just even understand some of the stuff that we're reading, even if it's translated, right? Right. And um, and just really uh debunk these words, break down these words. Um, fear has so many shades. Yeah. That it's it's mm-hmm. like the fifteen headed monster. Trepidation, anxiety, apprehension. Um, uh, I, I told somebody uh, one of the worst one of the worst forms of it is when you become petrified. Mm. You're actually so scared that you're inactive. You will do yeah. nothing. You will not move. I'm, I'm teaching finance, and really the the trust is not there. Relationship trust is not there. Uh, trust of advocates is not there, um, so they're just frozen, and they don't yeah. understand the instruments. They don't understand the market. and Same thing I'm seeing in relationships. We don't understand any of it, so we're trying, but we're yeah. trying in so many different forms of fear that we're not courageous. We're not um, uh, we're not projecting the right things, right? We're not projecting us um, um, the right way. So fear is just. <laughs> That you you called out the the number one thing that's uh, that's tearing us down, uh, inhibiting, slowing us down uh, as far mm. as concern.
0: Well. Subhanallah, and it seems like oh the. Mashallah, the audience is all in agreement, fear of failing. I'm gonna pop just right over um, to you, Naila, if that's okay. What are some common patterns? I know you deal (laughs) in your premarital and just you just deal with the people, the community. What are some common patterns that you see? What where are we going right or wrong in this process of
4: choosing partners? Okay. At first I thought I said, Joseph, have you read my book? It (laughs) Because in the book we talk about the three cousins not going to give it away but one of the three cousins is fear these people they are kin to a lot of us either they're our brother our sister or our play cousin but we we feed into those relationships that we have with them and the fear people have used words such as debilitating yeah. you know the fear of failing said fear of being judged by the community but what we do regardless of where the origin of it is people make choices and make and actions they choose to act on love and relationships based on that emotional response and if you haven't learned how to manage your emotions you're walking around responding to love and relationships from this position so it's very key for us to first say is this a real fear or it, because it could be a real issue, or is it my issue? Fear of the community, being judged by the community. Using that one for example, is that a real issue? Yes. Is it my issue? Not unless I make it. There you go. There it's not my issue unless I make it my issue. We have to decipher what is it that I am going to make an issue in regard to looking for a partner and babe for myself. The problem is, is that we use too much criteria. I got to use the master criteria. My mama's criteria. You know, my child's criteria. My ex. Yep. Yeah. Your ex, the criteria of your ex, because you still have this connected relationship with your former Mm -hmm. partner. And these are all things. (laughs) Yusuf, I saw you point the finger. That must be something else. (laughs) 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 Yo, these are all things. pushing her
0: up. (laughs) Mm Yeah, yeah, very real. Thank you so much for that. And I, I mean I just I just want to come to you now if that's okay. Um as mm-hmm. far as when we talk about fear, you know, I see it um and you know again I'm a woman, so I'm biased, but I, I, amongst in the conversations of sisters and women and we sometimes are like so afraid like the brother said to even move forward. How do you think as a woman we've worked to sort of get past that? How do, how do can we work to get past that fear?
2: And open Okay, up well, first, Go ahead, ah. um, first off, I think we have to just be honest with ourselves. Um, we have to have a, a certain level of self-awareness of where we came from. If we did have past relationships, what happened in those relationships that hurt us? We have to deal with the hurt, the pain. We have to heal. And if we don't address our healing first and foremost, then we're not going to be able to enter into another relationship with that mm-hmm. ease and that trust and that constancy that we should have in a relationship that is gonna constantly make us feel um, um, valued or make us feel safe, um, make us feel like we're in the right place with the right person. Regardless if it is the right person, we can ruin that by just having that fear step mm-hmm. in and make us act on things that aren't even there. And you know, mm-hmm. sometimes we as women, we can do that. Um, I have been guilty of that myself. So I am very aware of how much fear can debilitate a relationship. Absolutely. Thank
0: you for speaking to that. Um, okay, so Brother Trishon, you know, when we're deciding, I know you're a single brother on the journey towards um becoming a family man, inshallah. Not to put your business out there, but yeah, <laughs> yes, inshallah. We're good, we're but, good. <laughs> <laughs> but um I okay. So when you're going on this sort of journey towards trying to find the suitable partner, right, or trying to figure out who's going to align with some of your values um, and, and who you are to, to kind of mesh in making this sort of long term um, partnership. How do you navigate in this process as a brother, as a Muslim man? Um, how do you navigate your head versus your heart when you meet someone new? I mean, is it just yeah. How do you how do you navigate that?
1: Well, well, I navigated in this way, in, in this sort, in this aspect. Um, first and foremost, when it comes to the heart, to me, the heart is more so a fleshy desire to me, um, and the mind is it's always the subconscious part of yourself that's telling you the difference between right and wrong. It's always going to give you sort of a, a criteria of what is of what you need in your life and what you don't need in your life. And hmm. we try to and we ignore these things because we we initially we see we see what we want. And we try to potentially make it be what we want it to be and so we end up being disappointed in that in that aspect because we we looked at this book and it's like okay we we come up with so many different scenarios and notions and narratives of what this person could be instead of actually finding an understanding and, and, and doing something that we don't really do in relationships is, is ask questions sometimes you mm-hmm. have to just ask questions and, and ask mm-hmm. a person look how do i love you uh, what makes you happy mm-hmm. we forget to uh follow up on these types of things which leads us more, more so, likely to turmoil. So it creates mm-hmm. us this nefarious intent in our, our space of mind, and we and we try to criminalize the next person based on, okay, well, you know, since things didn't go as planned, or rushing into a, a situation without evaluating, it, that's kind of differentiates your heart and your mind, because your mind already done told you of what this is. Mm-hmm. It's gonna give it to you. It's always the stronger version of you on the inside of you, just trying to thrive and trying to lead you into the right direction. But we ignore it because the heart wants what it wants instead of going after what we need. So that's probably one of the main reasons why Mm
0: -hmm. we don't we don't we
1: don't we don't pick the right person.
0: Yeah, interesting, Mm -hmm. Yusuf. I want to pop over to you. We gonna have a sisters talking minute, but you know, brother Yusuf, we had a um, podcast last week, and it was um you know about beauty, and we talked a little bit with our brothers about. You know how distracting sometimes it can be, and how you get caught up, and you don't, you know, maybe look at uh, compatibility as much or connection. Um, but then, you know, there's sort of a drive to nowadays um, where we are hyper focused on chemistry and um, we're hyper focused on um, is, is this person compatible for me? Does this determine long term success? I just want to know as a brother, how do you navigate between? what like like the brother said what you are maybe drawn to what you want what you desire versus what is truly good to, but for you how do you navigate that
3: it is it, it, it's crazy because uh the word is being bounced around first it was fear, and then it's ready oh. I, even saw, I i i even saw a comment on it um emotional stamina hmm. Let's just say that, then move that to the side. But when you're talking about chemistry, right? Um, that that made me think, and I told you, I I I, like I I got like I was thinking about you know the story of the prophet, um, and and it just washed over me. I'm at work, like, like man. It was like it was like an answer, right? And it was something that I had already kind of said, so it was a little biased there, right? Because something I said in my mind, I was like, I was like, I really you know, being single, not having kids, being 42, and for the first part, just trying to make sure I find myself, you know, you know in and out of things, but trying to make sure I find myself so that when I do come to the table, uh, I'm pretty much fully ready and able to do what I need to do as a man, right? Right. Mm-hmm. But in that, then comes. Uh, what you're talking about about compat- uh, compatibility, right? Mm-hmm. Chemistry. Um, I had to. I had to kind of resign myself to say, um, because of some misstarts that um, it's pretty much. I think the best way to go about it. And I kind of rehashed everything that I was doing. It was like stop looking and start start working start being in your field start being in um your greatness or your calling or whatever and Mm -hmm. like she was talking about the dating apps um put you out there not put what Mm -hmm. everybody wants out there but put you out there because you have some different lights and things that's going to be chemistry with somebody right Mm -hmm. and and that's going to be way more powerful uh than anything else um the the revelation that came to me was um because you had you had you went off one day you were before like when we really talked about you you went out and and, I, and I'm talking about like I had chills right because I was like are oh,
0: you talking about, about one of my lives
3: life. like go sis. yes
0: I was like, like
3: oh yeah <laughs> I, I go off right quick you know get out there um but um I realized when you're talking about like, we were talking about perfection. We were talking about we're looking for perfection. We're looking for this, that, and other. And, yeah. and I remember one of my old quotes, I said, we're looking for all this, but what do they get? Mm. That was yeah. that was a mind. <laughs> that was a mind blower. Talk I, about
2: I, it. Mm, oh, right. Mm, oh, absolutely. So
3: that, that what do you
2: bring to the table?
3: <laughs> yeah. That sent me back to work on myself. Um, mm-hmm. um But also... I, I thought about the story of a lot of the prophet and I thought about like Hadith and, and some of our social constraints rules as far as uh, um, getting married and stuff. And, yeah. and I was like, sometimes and some of the Quranic ayats, it, it would just go through my head and I look back and study it. And um, Khadijah was a wealthy widow. Mm-hmm. Um, the prophet worked on her behalf, worked for her.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: In that perfection, we're looking for perfect mates that's already stable across the board and stuff, and mm-hmm. we literally have a story of success on she found trust in him with he was in his feet he was just operating in his field somebody suggested it trustworthy right and just to understand that he worked for her right where the glass ceiling hold on where the where where the chauvinism like well hold on like let's 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 relook and (laughs) rehash some things because like i mean she literally she literally made his her decision about him based on how great a businessman he was! Like I just talked about this, uh, we were at the mansion, and I, and I was like, "This is what reformed me to go into the financial side because I was like, it's so much, it's so much uh, uh, spookiness, and so much uh, it's not developed just on the yeah. financial. No, we, can do, we can't do, can't do as far as that. I don't want to take up too much. Time.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. I'm just gonna come come right in. Thank you for so, so much mm-hmm. for that point. You made some powerful. Um, points just now, and I'm gonna ask Naima and then head on over to Sister Naila. But Naima, really, really quickly, um, many mm-hmm. of us, like I said, as we're on this search, and brother used mentioned mention a powerful point is sometimes we are looking for perfection, but yet we're not doing the inner work that we need to do with ourselves. But how do we balance, especially as women, as a woman? How do you balance the choosing between um, choosing someone? That um, you know, like say like you you just kind of have a strong connection with versus someone who is a practical good fit for you.
2: Um, that goes right back to that self-awareness, I think. Um mm-hmm. if you're not aware of your shortcomings, if you're not aware of uh what you have to bring in a positive aspect to a relationship, and um also just being real—that we 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 have all these expectations that come from societal norms. This does not come from Islam. That we have to have a six-foot-tall, dark yeah. and handsome, uh, beautiful man that has a beautiful career a lot of money six figures or more or better we that is not islam so a lot of times we do have these idealistic point of views in our mind that we want we would like to have we would like for those butterflies to turn in our stomachs but it's not necessarily the way that marriage is built upon Uh, marriage is built upon faith first and foremost in islam Um, We have to look for that. If we have that in ourselves, of course, we want that in our mate. We want our brothers to lead us in our marriage, in our lives. And then, of course, we want someone who's going to be emotionally intact. We want someone who's going to be financially okay. But we don't need a millionaire. You know, we have to be realistic. So in order for us to bring that balance real, we have to come back to the truth, to the Islam to the Sunnah of the Prophet as Yusuf mentioned. And the example of our beautiful example of Lady Khadijah, may Allah be pleased with her, because that example sets the tone for us. It sets a very, very strong tone of how we need to address our marriages today.
0: Powerful, Naiva. Now, Na'Il, I'm to pop over to you because Sister Khalida just popped in and she said, but all these times we'd be abandoning our realistic expectations for the sake of Islam, but where is the balance? And Sister Saudi said, I still need those butterflies, though. So let's come on in, Sister Naila. and I need you to just break this down for us. How are we, when we're meeting someone new, how are we balancing that? What are some guiding questions? What are some steps a person should go through to determine if they are meeting a good
4: fit? You know, when we talk about the separation between the head and the heart, we actually cannot separate the two. But as um, the brother said earlier, people people go to the heart because the heart wants what it wants. You know, mm. go with, with that strong hold. And this is what happens is because we can't separate the two when we are actually choosing a partner. This is what we do. We invest in people first. We invest our time. We invest our inbox. We invest our text. We invest our money. And then based on that investment, regardless of whether or not this is a good candidate for you, then you make a choice. Mm. Mm. And that is your problem. You make a choice based on a heart investment, and your mind just gone. Mm. Fargo. <laughs> Do not make a- Choice based on the investment you make. A choice based on what your head and your heart tell you about the person. And Yusuf, you said earlier, you said, "I'm ready." Everybody's ready to do what's easy. Mm -hmm. Everyone's ready for that. I'm ready to eat right now. (laughs) Right, but I didn't cook today. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I'm (laughs) really. because it was something that I didn't have to do. But am I willing to clean the kitchen? So everyone shows up with what they are ready for, but are you willing to do the work? It's like parenting. I'm willing, you know, I'm I'm willing to have a baby. I've got three kids that I'm still not ready for. My oldest is 30. I'm still not ready for him. I'm willing to be his mother every day. Mm. And so are you willing to do whatever it takes, one, to secure a relationship that is good for your most healthy self? Ooh, that's or are you ready to do the easy part?
0: That's a whole word, Naila. Thank you so much. I have a question I'm going to segue in, if that's okay. How do you feel about sisters initiating a connection with a brother? If the brother doesn't lead right away in that sense, does it mean that the brother wouldn't be as committed or vested in the relationship? I know that Khadija initiated a connection with the prophet, peace be upon him. Naila, I'm just going to drop that right on on your lap, if that's okay. You know,
4: how people initially connect, That's not always necessarily a determining factor for how someone is going to show up on commitment. So whoever decides to initiate the contact, that doesn't mean that a person is going to be more or less motivated. Shoot your shots, sis. Just shot, sis. All right. We heard it right here. OK,
0: mashallah. All right, you guys. So one thing I wanted to just kind of segue into is this idea of compatibility. I hear it all the time. Oh, I wasn't compatible with my husband. So we broke up or no marry someone that you're compatible with. Right. What does that actually mean? And does it shift? I mean, who I'm compatible with at 19 when I first got married? Is that the same now that I'm 36? I'm, I'm not sure. Let's break it down. What does it mean to be compatible with someone? Brother Treshawn, what does it mean when you, when you find someone that you're compatible with? Uh,
1: that- awesome, awesome. This is kind of the topic I've been waiting on. <laughs> um, people get it twisted when it comes to um, compatibility because compatibility really doesn't have anything to do with connection and chemistry. you know. So when it comes to compatibility, we focus on the connection and the chemistry, whereas to, if you really have a connection with a person, you could not see them for 10 years. And then you can see that person yesterday or today and be like you've you had a conversation conversation with them yesterday that's a connection compatibility is more so focused on traits like personality traits character traits you know what do we have in common or it doesn't mean, necessarily mean you're compatible just because we're the same height don't mean i can jump as high as you or just because we got the same bill or or, or you know we both play basketball don't make both of us lebron james so you know when it comes to the compatibility, we focus more so on the chemistry. Even if you have, even if you have the same amount of chemistry, it doesn't mean that you're compatible. So it's a, it's a real swap-up. So it, I focus more so on, on the traits of the other relationships, other, the compatibility. Okay how do we get along uh, how do we uh, come up with solutions when we have problems do we focus more so on the problem do we fo- focus more so on the solution um how are we going to get along we got to understand that we're individuals so it's going to be things that are different about you so what are we willing to compromise you know so that's what plays a lot of major roles with the compatibility are we able to get past the things that seems unlikely to make us survive and make us last in a relationship So that's kind of my perception of accountability. It really has nothing to do with connections or chemistry. You know, it's more so personality traits and character defects.
0: Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother Treshawn. I'm gonna pop over, if that's okay, to Naima. Um, What type of misconceptions do you believe is out there in regards to compatibility? And how do you determine if you're compatible with somebody?
2: Well, definitely, I agree with the brother that um, personality traits and um, character, um, does matter. Those things matter. But the vision that you have for your life, those things are mo- most important. What does the brother see for his future? What does the sister see? What would she like to have in her life for her future, for her family's lives? Are their visions somewhat aligned? Or are they far from, you know, each other? Are they going east and west? Those things are the things that you need to focus on because you can get married to somebody and y'all can get along, have a great compatibility and personality, have a good time, you can be relaxed, peaceful around them. But then they may want to go become an astronaut, and you want to be at home, you know, staying at home with your family, and you never see this person. You know, these are things that we have to consider as um, initial questions to ask a person: like, what do they have um, envisioned for their lives?
0: Mm, Subhanallah. And Sister Na'ila, what are, where do we go wrong with this? Are, are are there in regards to seeking this compatible match? How important is compatibility in this process? You
4: know, um, Naima and the brother made two valid points. And Naima, one of the things that you were saying is definitely you do want to seek someone who has some common values, but particularly for younger couples who I don't really know what my values are yet. I'm 22. And so if you, when you're marrying young, you may not be able to answer those questions. And that's something many of us we, we encourage. So that part may skip you. But so the solution is, regardless of your age, and this goes back to what the brother said, is the connection. And what we typically do is we get married and we don't build and reconnect the connection. We think that because we get along, because we grew up in the same city, because our parents knew each other, because we're both Muslim and we're fee- we fear Allah, it's just going to automatically fall into place. And we do cute little things like mm-hmm. Fashion, and we have our date night. But you know what? How are you showing up for your husband and your wife on Wednesday night? What are you doing in those random Monday moments to build the connection? That marriage is not built in these grandiose moments. It is built in these small moments of, wow, that's what he did when I came home with our child. Wow, you know what? She does that for me every time when I come home from work on Fridays. I love that. Those are the things that keep your connection. And people don't think about that. We got along when we got married. The first two years were great. What's wrong with him? He can't keep it up? No. No. It's 15 years later. No. Right. And you didn't either. What are you doing to reconnect continually?
2: Yes.
4: Mm.
0: Okay. Um, Very, very, very insightful. I'm going to, um, is it okay if I bring in an audience member? Brother Yusuf, did you have something that you wanted to add?
3: Yeah. Um, Just just a, just a few talking points. I'm I'm dealing with, when I'm out there right now, right, I'm 42. I'm not 14. I'm not 18, right? I'm dealing, uh, it's going to be a widow, ready-made family um divorced or chronically single. Um okay. people that have like a long history of something going on, right? Mm-hmm. And coming into or trying, you know, maybe, maybe mm-hmm. for the first time, maybe for mm-hmm. another time. Some people are like war thin. They're war right. thin already. They're smiling and everything. They're saying, oh, I'm okay. I'm over that, right? But they are not. I mean you could you could see it. They're wearing it. They're wearing like warrior fight. Hey, watch how you watch out. oh that ain't that ain't you know it's you know it's not you. You're not you know you're not fighting you, right? So brother Yusuf, is it
0: okay if I say I just want to make sure I'm understanding what you saying. Are you saying that when you're out there looking for potential partners, is this is what you're getting back? Anytime I'm on the-
3: anytime I'm observing, anytime okay. um, uh it, like the sister say shoot your shot, anytime they shoot their shot right i gotta try to i gotta try to figure out okay who is shooting this shot
4: <laughs> <laughs> okay so, go
0: ahead nyla go uh-oh, ahead y- y'all could go back and forth you know, no i want this to be an exchange nyla go ahead uh
4: uh-huh. no because i i agree with him and i want to elaborate and i'm talking to my sisters because many of us are well put together externally Mm-hmm. And because of that, we think that no one sees the inside, and we always mm-hmm. say, well men, they can't talk, and then they're they're not emotional, and then they don't understand what women men are masters of women because they love them mm-hmm. he can read yep. you, and he sees right through you. He just mm-hmm. said. Mm-hmm. Mashallah,
1: hey Sabriah. Look, before y'all, before y'all move to the next, so let me let me just say some. i uh, I'm, I'm one of the, I don't know if I'm one of the few male Muslims. So I'm real big on women rights. You know, I'm real big on women. You know, period. Standing up, doing the things. I'm proud mm-hmm. of the women. Mashallah, and, and and as far as shooting your son, I feel like it could go both ways. If a woman sees something they like, you know, you can say something to their brother. Their brother might be a shy brother. You don't know what a person's personality is. You don't know what if he's a timid person. You know is he a broken person is he emotionally unavailable you know so if a woman comes and shoot a shot maybe give someone a little courage or if a male shoots a shot i think it should be equal you know i just look at it like that i'm not big on that oh, i'm the masculinity thing or you know? i'm the man the woo, 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 rah, rah. i'm not with that like if the woman sees me and she likes me and i like her i appreciate it you know i didn't know what to say to you i appreciate you saying something
0: you ain't know what to say. You ain't know how
2: to shoot the shot. You know, well, you know that. Yeah, because a lot, a, lot
0: a lot of y'all do sit on the sidelines, too, Nyla. we we yeah, not even going to lie about line. that. Tell on the sideline right now. <laughs> <laughs> tell, the, tell the truth, Um, Mashallah. Woo, we have a lot of comments here. I'm just trying to bring some in if that's okay. Um, okay, so uh one of our sisters here, she said of all the things mentioned that might lead to a successful marriage, very little people talk about kindness, which plays a huge, huge role in partnership. This is where the Prophet Um Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, best among you, is one who's best his wife, and I'm the best among you in my dealings to my wives. I would say love and nurture come so easy to women. So as a woman, we should always choose a kind-hearted man because a kind man will lead a beautiful marriage. I'm just gonna yeah, go right back to you, Naila. What do you think about that?
4: Oh, that sounds good. And I believe it, you know, from an Islamic perspective. But I'm going to tell you, you know, a narcissist is kind. A sociopath is kind. And so we have to define kindness. How do you want to see kindness walk in your house? How do you want to see kindness make up to you? How do you want to see kindness feed mm-hmm. your children? How do you want to see kindness mother your children? You need to be very specific about that. Saying be kind to me, I can find kindness at the grocery store. It don't mean, you know, he really, really kind.
0: Right. 100%. <laughs> Is that
4: really my type? Does he or she offer kindness in a that I can receive it and that I need it and that nurtures me? Right. Mm-hmm.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Speak on it. Woo! Sorry. So since we just started, open up this little can of worms. Let's talk a little bit about it because I hear it all the time. Red flags. Oh yes. H- hold on for the <laughs> no. Don't <tell> me in these <laughs> comments. I'm trying not to read them. Comments <laughs> off the chain. I love y'all. Thank y'all. Keep them coming. Um. All right. Let's talk about it. Red flags, you guys. We talk about it all the time. One up with the red flags. This should be a song out for it. Deal breakers. Um. All right, so I know that um, many of us are in a quest sometimes. I feel like um, what I've noticed um, and just in doing this series that um, you know, we get caught up in a lot of ideals or sometimes we get a little bit obsessed on looking for red flags. Um, how do we draw the line with our checklists and our deal breakers and our red flags? For the use of, I'm gonna start with you, that's okay. How do you draw a balance when you're seeking a partner with, you know, some people, we are flawed, right? So how do you draw a balance looking when you, when, you, when we, excuse me, when we refer to um, our, our checklist and our deal breakers and our, our um, red flags versus allowing people to be as they are and develop and grow and all of that? How do you, how do you, draw the, how do you draw the line?
3: uh i'm gonna have to leave so i'm so i'm gonna have to see if that's workable more more than anything else because it's a lot of a lot of stuff so what what i'm what i'm looking what i'm what i'm thinking about as soon as soon as i'm thinking about flags because you'll see all kinds of stuff a flag for me isn't a flag for somebody else so Mm -hmm. it's like uh the man uh uh one of the men uh, had a had a cool vibe where he said, uh, "We we minor in a major and we major in a minor." So I don't want to make minor stuff major, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't want anybody like winnowing down the major stuff. Like I'm 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 saying it's major. This this is a huge problem. I'm saying it's mm-hmm. major. They're saying it's minor. And now <laughs> and now we miss each other right now now we don't uh we don't find common ground because you just ran over something i said was major for me mm. so it, it's about majoring and minoring so so you're going to have a flag somebody's going to believe that this is a huge problem somebody's going to believe that it's not so that that's that's my biggest thing as far as flags
0: hmm and, and I, Mashallah, and Naima, someone mentioned a couple of sisters said um, one sister said, I'm just going to ask you this one sister said, like, let's talk about green flags. And another sister said, but don't ignore red flags while we search for the green flags. Um, I wanted to just ask you, like, how do you as a woman, when you navigate marriage or when you navigate meeting someone new um, or in the past when you have, how do you navigate between sort of looking for those green flags first or kind of versus focusing on the red flags? Like how do you navigate between the two when it comes to partnership and seeking to meet?
2: Well, that one is is pretty tricky uh, because it takes time sometimes for those red flags to pop up. You can see a lot of green flags in the beginning, in the middle, but um, from my past experience, I have learned to now be a lot more patient with the process you know, pay attention, listen to a brother, let the man speak. We speak and we talk a lot. I am a talker and I tend to talk too much. I tell them everything up front. You know, I want them to know all about me, all the real, honest, raw truths that I have, but not too much. But then brothers will just sit back and don't say anything, don't tell us anything. But I noticed if you just, you know, sit back and, and allow a man to speak, He will reveal some of his truth and some of it will be a red flag on the very first conversation. And that will allow you to say, oh, no, that we you know, we can't communicate any further from here. Um, So, yes, pay attention to the green flags, um, but also be a listener, because like I heard a a marriage coach or a relationship coach say once that men will tell on themselves. They will. You just have to listen.
0: <laughs> okay. She's dropping <laughs> secrets, brothers. Just so you know, when they get quiet, we all know what's going on No, um, Naila, okay. I wanted to just come on over to you, Says, um, You know, when we're talking about, first of all, I want you to, if you could, define, because someone asked that, define what is, what would be considered a red flag? Or how do we know what a red flag is? We know it's different for each person, but how would you define red flag? And how do we draw a balance um, when we're actually, are we hyper looking at every flaw and is each one gonna be a red flag and an oh no? Or how do we how do
4: we make sense of all this? Okay, so the, the first thing is, don't look at the red flag as what is haram. What Allah has already said is haram, it's haram. We shouldn't, that shouldn't be part of the criteria. Like don't hit me, don't use drugs, that's a given. If I have to remind you of the basic principles that Allah has already said, that's what right. right. So, stay away from the Haram. The Haram is its own list. Now, so how do you define it? The red flag is, these are anything that will make you want to walk away. Somebody just threw a red flag at me. <laughs> A red flag is anything that will make you want to walk away from a marriage. If you want to walk away from a relationship, if I see this, then that's a red flag for you. Now, this is the problem. Y'all get a green flag and y'all let the green flag make your red flags change. You get rid of your red flags because of the green flag. No. Your red flag is always red. I don't care how, how green he is. green light, red, money green, Kermit the Frog green, the green mentioned in the Quran. You do not. Start moving moving old post. moving the old green. It is
3: moving
4: it green. It's a deal breaker. It you, got, you, know, you, it, you, you, you choose someone based on an investment, and you forget all about the things you said you wouldn't
2: take.
0: Mm, SubhanAllah. Woo, woo, woo. Everybody was feeling that in the comments, so that's just as clear as day. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Um, all right. So I wanted us to kind of get into a pretty in-depth conversation and audience members. I want all of us to be a part of this. I think this is so important. and I appreciate um, the dialogue and that everybody's really invested in this conversation because it's an important one. So I'm going to bring up certain points, certain misconceptions, um, certain common beliefs about relationships, especially when it comes to meeting spouses, maintaining connection, etc., um, I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to state a couple um, sort of misconceptions or understandings, I should say. I'm going to go around to each of you, and I want you guys to say whether you agree or disagree, and that goes for Tresan, Yusuf, and Naima. Agree or disagree, you can um, add just a very short, short, short context if you can, um, and then we will allow Sister um, Na'ila to sort of um, provide that context for us, and I will include audience perspectives in with that. All right, Bismillah. you guys Ready? Ready? Ready. Ready. Right. Ready. Ready. Okay. All right. All right. Let's start with you, Brother Shoshan. There is one special person for me. You agree or disagree? I agree. Why?
1: I agree because I feel like um, individually, uh Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala has always had some one individual person out here. Us, we just have yet to find that person it may be depending upon how we're carrying ourselves uh, depending on the space where we're in in our lives so uh, yes i definitely agree that it's one person for me
0: okay no no Ah, right. <laughs> uh, okay oh uh, oh now come on brother trishon we ain't starting that right now look we're not starting that up in here we're not as now we're going okay um <laughs> brother um brother um Yusuf, do you agree there is one special person for you Agree, or disagree.
3: Pass. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: come on, you got
3: I have no idea. I'm not. I. I can't. I. What? I mean, what? What if I? What if I told you? I thought I found that person, right? That person is you know, Everything invested, all the feelings that you you think you're supposed to have, all the magic and everything, right? Found that person, right? Didn't work out. Mm. another one, do I do I just go ahead and say, since that seemed like I'm not going to reach it?
0: Mm. SubhanAllah. Okay, Naima, there is one special person for you, sis. Agree no. or disagree?
2: No. <laughs> She's like, absolutely not. <laughs> well, I, say, I say that because we could just simply go to the Quran. Allah has already told us that he... He created all of us from one soul. So that means there are several souls out here that are compatible with us. Mm -hmm. And if we think that we're going to be able to search through a haystack and find a needle, that's not true. That's that's not the way it's supposed to be. We're supposed to be open and willing to allow Allah to, to guide us to a person who is most compatible, most efficient for this life. There are a lot of people in the days of the Prophet who never got married. And um, there are people who were married and divorced several times. There are many Sahabas who were married and divorced several times. So um, this, is, this is the norm in our religion. You know, There are people with likenesses of souls that are gonna connect for the right reasons at the right time in your life. We're gonna learn from that experience, possibly get divorced. And that's just the reality of things. If we sit back and expect this perfect individual to come along and be our most compatible mate that's gonna last forever and ever in a day, we'll be happy ever after, then we might end up being single for a very long time.
0: Okay, subhanAllah, thank you so much. All right, Sister Naila and the audience is saying, yes, no, all of that, what say you, sis?
4: <laughs> well, I think the key word here, when you say is one special person. Mm-hmm. You and I'm gonna I'm gonna speak from my own uh, from my my personal experience. I have met Miss several Mister Rights, mm. but I was not always ready for the Mister Right when he showed up. And so you may meet someone that could be right for you, but you are not right for them at that time. You mm-hmm. know? and everyone knows how I love myself. From him, I love the him. But I tell him, if had I married him or met him five years or even just a year prior to when I did, I would not have, I would not have been more married that man. <laughs> mm. I had to be ready for what it was and willing to do what our marriage requires of me. And yeah, I think that's the word timing. It's about timing. Sometimes we meet people, we meet the best people at the wrong time. And Allah sent him, he he brought us together at the time of our lives, where both of us were willing to give each other what it was that we mutually need. But just Mm. six months before, (laughs) (laughs) brah-bye. Right right powerful thank you so much think about me too i just want to put that out there <laughs> all right i got it. a good
0: one for you guys love at first love at first sight is possible trishon what say you bro love at first sight is possible
1: you know what i've been impatient so much in my life um i believe in lust at first sight um okay. Uh, but I don't, I, you know, love at first sight. I don't I don't think so. I think I'm think, i don't, I'm not gonna place a time limit on actually love, but I'm not just gonna ride up to the massive and I just met you, man. I'm wild by you and like, a nickel. No, nah, no, nah, I don't do love <laughs> at first sight. I need to spend some time with you because you know, as time goes by, you start figuring out things about people, you know, and that's that's, that's that disconnect start coming in. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to pass on that one,
0: okay? All right. I need some time with you. All right, fair enough. All right, Brother Yusuf, love at first sight. Is it possible for you?
3: Possible, yes. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say possible or yes yes. Um, difficult because everything that comes after that is the work. So no matter how you feel, welcome to the job.
0: Absolutely. Powerful. Powerful. Thank you, Brother Yusuf. Naima, love at first sight. Is it possible for you, sis?
2: Um, I don't think so. I mean, (laughs) attraction at first sight. Yes, you can be attracted to a person. You can see a lot of great qualities in them and you want to further the relationship or further communication and possibility for a relationship. But not love. Love kind of builds over time. Need a little bit of time.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Okay. Naila, is love at first sight
4: possible? I believe that people are confusing love with a intense physical, spiritual, or emotional attraction, Mm. and they call it love because it it literally ignites that part of the brain. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Meet someone who ignites that part of your brain and you say, oh, well, this must be love. And that's not necessarily true. And this is why we cannot separate our head and our heart.
3: Hmm.
4: Hmm.
0: There we go. Powerful.
3: All right. There we go. Can I, okay. Uh, can I chime in one thing?
0: Okay, v- quickly, if it's okay. By the I, I'm, again, I'm sorry. Just, no, I it's just, okay. It's okay. Go the, ahead.
3: The reason why I had to, I had to go uh, into the possibility because there's too many, there's too many instances where it did work out from the start, and and it it carried. They stuck and they, you know, they carry. So you can't discount a reality. You see what I'm I'm saying? Um, Not to say that everything else and and everything that that we define constitutes love uh, didn't have to be worked on. They didn't have to go through anything or whatever. It's just that some simply both parties fell in love, right? As soon as they met each other, clicked, got married and carried, and and that was it. And- uh, that's that's my take on that and and, and it was cuz of my father 38 years uh he was horrible all the way up until maybe maybe 40 right and he made Khadija. uh and yeah. 38 years
0: yeah yeah subhanallah powerful thank you so much brother um now can i ask you guys a question quick question am i delayed at all no. no. Okay. Some of you guys are a little delayed. So just forgive me if I'm trying to catch what you're saying a little bit. Um, all right. SubhanAllah. This is a good one now. This is a good one. <laughs> all right. Opposites attract and can lead to a strong lifelong commitment. Do you believe opposites um, attract, Trishon?
1: Um. It just depends on what you mean by opposite, as far as like, are you saying opposite as far as it feels a physical appearance, opposite as far as perse- uh, profession? Opposites uh, track as far as um, goals and uh, long long term goals and stuff like that. I think opposites can track, especially if you've been with somebody that's likewise of who you are and you've been a failure to it. I don't see nothing wrong with trying it out. So you know, it's possible. I think it's possible.
4: Okay. Anyway, uh, when you
1: look at it, everybody is is, is an opposite because I look at everybody as an individual. It's always something individually different that differentiates you from everybody else, whether it's physical or it's mental or it's spiritual. Spiritual. So yeah, I, I, I can wrong with that.
0: All right, beautiful, brother. Use of opposites attract, and what do you think? Yes or no?
3: Uh. What I've seen is some people. Some people have found a, a good uh, workability uh, being opposite. Some people have high pressure jobs. Just need that that comfort at home. They don't need a high pressure person. Uh, so sometimes it, it just it just works. But that yin and yang works with some people. So okay. I think so. Okay.
0: Absolutely, yin and yang. Love that, Naima.
2: What do you think? Yeah, I agree with Brother Yusuf. It definitely has to be a good opposite you can't have opposite goals in life or opposite ways of practice of your religion like that's not compatibility um you can't have opposite uh beliefs in the way you want to raise your children those kind of things are cannot be opposites you know what i'm saying those are compatibility issues so once those opposites attract in in a sense of chemistry and attraction and like likeness, then you have to dig deeper and see if those other opposites are going to make, make a good relationship.
0: Okay. Powerful. And I, have up here, brother Anthony said, it's fine as long as we are not opposite with financial
4: goals. So <laughs> can opposites attract or you know, if, if you were two opposites or you were two of the same like-minded people, the commonality between either couple is that the two of you have agreed on what you agree about. <laughs> and when you agree on what you agree about, y'all can make that thing work.
3: Mm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm. He said a mouthful.
4: Powerful. Agree
3: and stick to your agreements.
4: Powerful. Yeah. That Powerful. works for your marriage and for your family. And you get to be Mm -hmm. nocturnal, and I get to be a morning person. You know, the brother, you just said, as long as we agree on money. Well, maybe we don't agree on money, and I just agree that you're going to do the money. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I don't do money the way you do it, so you just do it, since I see Mm -hmm. that that's important to you. They agree on what they agree about. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Upon Allah. And Sister Kalia mm-hmm. said, How you live, tall it up or tall it down. Opposites can drive a person mad, child. So.
4: But that's what we need to make sure we, we need a home with multiple bathrooms. There you go. <laughs> That'll work. that work. From here, knows how much men yeah, going to the bathroom.
3: We don't and want to ma-
4: make sure. You, you just <laughs> need multiple bathrooms that handle that. There's a solution. <laughs>
0: there solution. you go. There you go. SubhanAllah. All right, you guys. Here we go. Let's see. All right. So now, you know, with COVID era and, you know, like the sister said, online um, love is really on the rise with COVID and everything. This is a good question for people. Building a relationship with a long distant partner should be avoided. Um, long distance relationships are more difficult to nurture and they survive much less often. Trishon, do you agree or disagree with that?
1: My perception, hey, I've been, unex- I've, I've been unsuccessful right here in the city. So you know, I'm, I'll, I'll, <laughs> hey, I'll take a chance. Let's go. You know, I think, I think that, uh, Ooh, I, think that the, I think it depends, like, say, for instance, you got children, you know, depends on, you know, what your career is like, you know, it, it, it plays a lot in, towards those different roles so it could be a good thing but for so far i'm going to be real Nah, the long distance don't do too well you don't do too well especially if you got like yeah. cheers in the board you get when it comes to making their decision as to who's going to move and travel aboard you know so that's where it comes down to and people don't want to do that so you know you try to find somebody within your own space you know it's kind of hard though that's, that's a difficult question i kinda, i kind of wanted to avoid that question
0: Oh, you want to answer? Okay, I, sorry. Okay. <laughs> I
1: will pull a brother,
0: Pass, no, pass, brother. You said, "What is your thought? What are what are your thoughts? Do You think of, um building a love relationship with long distance? Do You feel like the odds is just too tough?" What pass? <laughs>
3: Computer love. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would going say this. I'm gonna say this that's that's so much there's so much more uh available right now as far as they if you are trying to date an app right instead of just shoot going out there shooting the a very hi, my name is Yusuf, right um you get you could learn so much about a person or whatever right now sometimes that's helpful sometimes it's not uh that distance is just an added strain but you got a lot more than we had before because before i mean you were on the telephone long distance. <laughs> you couldn't see them. You couldn't you couldn't know their profile or what they wear some of the time. Or sometimes they shoot videos and they're just a ratchet. You know what I mean? <laughs> you yeah. you didn't know. So we know so much more now and we get access to so much more as far as profiles, just like jobs are profiling. Right. So it, it it's helps. easier now than yeah. it was, but yeah. it's an added uh burden.
0: Add a string. Absolutely. Naima,
2: what do you think? Yeah, long distance could work. Um, I believe that if there's two people that are willing to put, put in the work and develop a relationship and have conversations about the possibility of moving to another state or to another country, e- even um, two reasonable adults could make that decision with patience and perseverance. Definitely. I mm. believe that.
0: Absolutely. Okay, Naila, what, what has been, um, I, I know people are all involved in long distance relationships, but is it just, an like you said, an added strain? Does it make it, is it really tough
4: to get through these type of relationships? Okay, so I'm going to ask that when you're talking about long distance relationship, are you talking about the formation of the relationship or, the, or sustaining the relationship?
0: Formation,
4: formation. Okay. hmm. Yes, you can meet someone who is far from you. This is a, one of the, part of the problem is one, people will connect with people that are, I call it your marriage budget. They are outside of your marriage budget and this is not a financial budget. Mm. You know, you can't get to, to, to Jersey. <laughs> you, know you, can't see you know, you can't take time off. You know, you are scared to fly. You know this about yourself. Why even do it? And so people go into these relationships knowing that they have a life that does not allow them the capacity to literally follow through on the relationship. And that's why some of you do it, actually.
3: Mm. So pull that book up. The book <laughs> man, I want I
4: mean,
3: to play you my got tonight. <laughs> I see if I can get like a I want, I'm your number one promoter as far as that book. <laughs> sure. I get oh, all, so if all
4: you right. know you cannot follow through and bring the relationship locally into real time and bring it off social media and bring it off text and bring it off the phone, then don't go there. You know you can't do it. Your life, your coins, your kids, your job—it you just will not allow for that. And be honest with yourself, rather than just keep sitting there talking for hours and hours, knowing that if this is really not going any further than right here, it's unfair. That's
1: kind of what—that's kind of how I felt. Like that's kind of
4: how I felt about. Okay. Now the other part of that is this. I want you to think about, can you feed someone long distance? So let's say I wanted to send you, let's say, Sabria, you're sick. And I want to send you some food because you're sick. Okay, it's COVID. I ain't coming over there. All right. Okay. okay. So I want to send you some I can, mm-hmm. I can Instacart. Mm -hmm. groceries to you and I can send you healthy food but do I have any role or any say in the food preparation no I don't do I have any say, or do I know how much you need do I know if you you prefer you know more green vegetables Versus it versus potatoes i don't know that because i'm not there and i want you to be mindful that long, this is the issue with long distance relationships you cannot nourish anything from afar mm-hmm. i can make sure the food is there i can send it we can do the grocery list from uh, together through the phone through instacart but i still cannot make sure that you are fed in a way that is good for you from afar. Mm. <laughs> to be
2: close up. Mm-hmm. Alhamdulillah. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be good just for getting to know uh, phases? Like, just the getting to know stage, wouldn't it be good to have just that long distance for protection, even? Naila? I mean, just there's some. There's there's some benefit. Right, but it, it always
4: has to come off Come offline, even Instacart. Mm-hmm. I ordered today. It's out on my app. It ended mm-hmm. up at my door. Even my Instacart mm-hmm. came to mm-hmm. me. And I ended mm-hmm. up having a full-fledged relationship with my groceries today. <laughs> You're not here, But you okay. ended up having a full-fledged relationship, and if you cannot do that,
2: yes, you can do it. It won't happen.
3: You yeah. got to come off the bench. You
2: got to come exactly. off the bench. Eventually. It's
3: mm-hmm. not getting
1: real about three months. About three yeah. months go by on. somebody got to
3: make We a got to figure something somebody,
0: out. Somebody yeah. got to do something. Right. Wow. This is, woo, child of comments and stuff. Somebody said, um, even if it's a plural marriage situation, you don't got to go too deep in That's whole another, com- another podcast.
4: But did you want to answer that real quickly, Nyla? Marriage is marriage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. marriage. Monogamy is marriage you do the multiple marriages deserve the same nurturing just like all your first your, your first marriage your second marriage your third marriage you can do them consecutively or simultaneously they all have the same requirement yeah Thank that's you. how y'all mess up with polygyny you sit back yeah. and think because I'm in polygyny, I get less says who mm-hmm
0: uh uh, that's why I said we're you know gonna start right something brother. up
4: here. <laughs> <laughs> he brother,
2: have to know what he's doing. <laughs> Look, no matter use a few you on your own, or never,
1: brother. Uh, <laughs> I'm, All I'm right, let's
0: with just one. So, so final love. All right, let's let's get back focused, you guys. All right, okay. SubhanAllah. So <laughs> um, <laughs> you should feel you should feel totally competent as a future spouse or partner before you s- decide to marry or commit, or even you should be fully healed. Um, before you decide to marry or commit. What do you think, Brother Shoshan?
1: Yes, yes. Uh, I feel like it's my prerogative to go into a relationship with a person who is not emotionally unavailable or is still broken from the past. Not to come off as insensitive, but I don't want to date a potential mate. You know, I don't want to look at a person and be like, okay, you know, I think I can, you know, I can be patient enough to, to this person get done with this and done with that. okay. We all suffer, we all suffer uh, wounds in relationships. and But in the scars there, you still see them. But that don't mean it's still bleeding. So no, I'm not gonna go into a relationship with a person because I feel like before you even invite yourself in your life into another person's life, you want to not bring in no turmoil to that person's life because I don't like my peace being disturbed. You know, Mm -hmm. the reason why I'm on the date market is because I'm ready to date. So to me, it's a contradiction to yourself. Like, why would you even date if you feel like you still don't get teary-eyed if you bring up a conversation about such and such? So I'm not with the with the. I'm I'm definitely I oppose it. I oppose it. One hundred percent oppose it. Going into but do you feel like you have
0: to be totally competent? Like like you have to be totally there.
1: I think nobody's totally competent. I mean, we're gonna have some form of brokenness. But I'm just saying it got to be eighty percent, twenty percent split. You know, somebody mm-hmm. I can really work with. You know what I'm saying? I can't go in with you and you 40% uh, with me and you 60% still on the ropes of, of, of the of high depression and all that. Just holler at me next year.
0: <laughs> okay. Thank you, yeah. you, brother. Thank you for your honesty. Oh, my all my right, plan. brother Yusuf.
3: You're killing me. Um, <laughs> 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 no, no. Uh, hold on. The first part was, the first part was, what did you say the first part was? Totally...
0: Competent,
3: yeah. oh, one as a future
0: yeah, totally competent, just like as a potential like as a husband just ready financially good. mentally emotionally
3: yeah. that, that that two two huge things um because like male competence um and male readiness and female like competence and readiness, and then when you when you talk about heal that that's a whole nother, man that's that's a whole nother uh um thing. Um, because I believe some of us, some of us, even though healed, we're still, it's kind of like what they, what they were saying, PTSD, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even healed, right? I'm still looking to see. Okay. Mm-hmm. It, you know, you're still, you're still checking. You're still, you're like wounded warrior, right? You're still, you might not go any further. You might, you know, check yourself, say, hey, stop tripping, Right because that's what that is but once you've been a veteran right you don't you don't unbecome a veteran ask a veteran. you know ask anybody that went, went through anything and i don't know if you were getting that um sabria from uh sister that you were dealing with just talking about just having mm-hmm. been in marriage and come out or whatever but that stuff is coming. So I don't know if you can be I like the way I like the way uh Trey Johnson said uh, uh at least 80% or something.
0: Yeah.
3: Uh, That's reasonable. Um but we should be competent as far as competency, like we should be at, at least saying saying, Hey, I'm I'm ready and competent to be able to perform in, in a relation meet those requirements because they're gonna be requirements that require and like I was saying about emotional stability uh, stamina. Mm-hmm. You got to be. You got to have some gumption that I'm going to deal with some stuff, uh, regardless of how wonderful it is. And I got to have that okay. sample.
0: Powerful. Thank you so much, Naima. What do you think about this?
2: Oh yes, you. I definitely agree with both of them. You have to have a majority of 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 confidence, security, and and enter into a relationship. You can't be on the fence. You can't be on the bench. You have to be willing and able and working towards marriage. And as we know, in Islam, not everybody is going to be fully ready uh, or, or to the point of full healing. You know, we all are continuously growing and continuously healing in our lives. So it's never going to be a, a, a completely um, fully whole person. You know, yeah. we're all dealing with things we all do have, as Yusuf says, some PS- PTSD or some triggers that sometimes we just have to let our partner know, hey, like, this is something yeah. that I dealt with. And this is something that really, you know, triggers me. And mm-hmm. at some time, it may just be a little trigger. And then, you know, it might escalate in a relationship because that person, you know, actually triggers those emotions in you. But if you discuss that with your partner, and you let them know that, I'm willing to work through this through counseling, through uh, communication, through readiness. Whatever you need to do to continuously heal, people can come together in in some brokenness in them and still be in successful uh, marriages. I believe.
0: Absolutely beautiful, Naima. All mm-hmm. right, Naella.
1: you the expert.
4: One of the things that that is offered in the book is some short exercises, so you can actually see how personally competent you are and so what i want to add that part when you say totally competent you need to be Mm -hmm. totally competent about who you are and how you are going to show up Mm -hmm. once you know that i can tell you this about myself and this is how i look under these circumstances we know that you apply pressure in some certain circumstances you're going to get a diamond. And another circumstance, is you're going to get a pearl. Well, maybe I show up like a black a black pearl. And I need to sh- tell you the conditions, the type of needed, because I am competent about who I am. Not who, believe- who you believe yourself to be, but who mm-hmm. you actually are. The other part, when you say fully healed. No. You know. Well, the pro the problem with as a therapist, one of the biggest issues with going through the healing process is it is painful being woke. Mm. <laughs> you mm, you got to mm. being woke. You yeah. got to figuring out something else that you didn't know you didn't have figured out. Yeah. So it is an ongoing endeavor. You have to see someone who's tired. It's someone who's woke. People who still sleep (laughs) are good because they're resting. They ain't trying to do nothing. That's right. But woke people understand the duties and responsibilities that come with being awake. Yes. And if I'm in that space, I have a, first I have a responsibility to myself. And if I'm going mm-hmm. to get in a relationship with you, bruh, sis, I need to let you know what this looks like. Mm-hmm. And so when we talk about this competency, please be competent and, and honest with yourself about who you are and how you show up in your relationships. hmm mm.
0: Definitely. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yes, 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 yes. That was the whole word. Okay. All right, guys. Um, so this is one of our more culminating points. You can be happy with anyone you choose to commit to if you really just try hard enough. So we say all the red flags, green flags, or not, not red flags, because red flags are bad. But we say all the compatibilities and do's and don'ts. But if you really just put your effort and your intentions there, you can really be happy with anyone. Do you agree, Trishon?
1: i'm gonna have to disagree on that one because i'm gonna have to disagree i don't have a choice because i can't tell you you know in a relationship it's hard to just say something like that about anyone because anyone isn't all the same people like individually different you don't know a person from the inside you know we can look at the outside of the shine the car don't mean the motor work you know what i mean so it's that's that's that's, to me that's humanly impossible because you know, getting to know a person means everything to me. So I can't just make you my. This is not build a bear. You know, build a person. So you know, you, you know what I'm saying you can't you, you can't just expect everything to be perfect with a person just because you say saying so. You know, because that person gotta be on the same page as you. You know, y'all gotta have that dialogue. Y'all gotta have that. But we talked about earlier that connection, that chemistry. You know, the so the personality traits and character defects that we can at least work out amongst each other to make things work. But I don't think you can just make it work with anybody. If that was the case. I wouldn't be sitting here right now. Mm-hmm. A <laughs> it's just my perception from it.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. And brother Yusuf? what about? Okay, let me let me. If if two people, two people together, choose to commit and try hard,
2: but that's can... different.
1: That's different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, then, you, mm-hmm. then you both have you both have a mutual agreement, a mutual understanding. Okay, we gonna okay. walk through. Okay, I I got I know your problems now, you know my problem, you know, so you know what I'm about, like, like, like Sister Clay was saying, you know, everything is on the table now. My yeah, I'm company I'm competent with you, you know, you know, everything about me now. So, if we're in agreement to something, the then yeah, that means I accept okay. you for who you are.
0: All right, well, thank you. Yeah. All right, brother, you what do you think? You could be happy with anyone that you choose to commit if you try hard enough.
3: Oh, uh, he just said it and he quoted her. Um, If we you now we're saying both sides, because when you're saying one side, it was like, oh, yeah, yeah no, right. right. But if both sides are there and they make that agreement, you gotta understand, like when we're talking about Islam and, and being trustworthy and everything else, like if you're, and, and what it says about agreements, if you can make those agreements and stick to them, that, that constitutes what it is. Yeah. That's it. If if we say, but we gotta understand what we're saying when we're saying it. we gotta you know we, we look look at everything. We saying you woke, look at everything, you know what it is when y'all making agreements or whatever, what you know what you're overlooking, right? In this agreement, and what you and what you have to do, you can't say, Oh yeah, I agree, and then we can make we can just make this, we can just force this to work, right? but mm-hmm. you have to recognize what you forced to work because when those things come to head, when that stuff that you overlooked shows up, you, you're going to be shaking And but you agreed to it. Mm-hmm. You're going to go out and you know, you agreed to it. You, you seen some green flag and you overlooked the red flag. like <laughs> you But, but mm-hmm. um, that agreement, that agreement is powerful. You can make, you can make anything work. Somebody did a, stu- I think somebody did a study. Yeah. Professor, somebody was studying all the couples, that were married like 50, a hundred years. And they said, um, what made them stick together? And he was like, I don't know. We just didn't want to leave each other. They had just agreed that they they liked each other. So they were just around, you know, it's just, we we go where, <laughs> you know, so.
0: Hmm. Thank you. Powerful. I, I appreciate that. Naima um would say a lot of comments here a lot of people agreeing or disagree most people are disagreeing with it but someone did ask you know is is stand married for the sake of a law still a thing um what do you think about this
2: i do believe that's possible two people are both in agreement um and enter into a relationship with that agreed upon that no matter what we're going to work through these issues and they're willing um I think it's very possible.
0: Hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Naila, I know this is this is your work. This is what you do. People come to you when they can't figure it out. Can people work it out no matter what if they choose and commit to it, despite the differences, despite the disagreements, despite
4: the violations? What say you, Naila? I'm going to go to the story of the woman who went to the prophet. of Allah he will sell them. He said There's nothing wrong with it, but I want a divorce, I want to be released from this marriage because I don't like you. Sometimes the person just does not do it for you. Sometimes there can be something about a person that will not inspire you to be married and to remain married with them. We have this example. From, from the authentic hadiths. Now, when you're talking about, everyone is saying, well, if the two of you agree to make it work, that make it work part is what gives me cause. Because it sounds good. I'm committed to doing that work, but do I come to the marriage with the capacity to do what it is that you're requiring me to do? Mm-hmm. You're requiring me to use filters in my speech. Okay. Well, I was raised in a family where one of my parents, where they were diabolical with the way they were with their verbal attacks. I am nowhere like them. And so I feel like I'm doing well because I am not like that parent. And you are saying that it is problematic and I need to pull it back more. I showed up with, with, with pulling it back more. And so this is what we keep saying, we gotta do the work, we gotta do the work. You gotta remember that people have been worked on before they got in front of you. And Mm -hmm. what is it that they are showing up with? How much capacity and ability do they naturally bring? Do they just show up with without any therapy, without any medication? (laughs) That (laughs) can get all to see sustaining a marriage. Maybe you just need a couple of counseling sessions. Maybe you need some sessions and some medication. And sometimes you need divorce. Mm. Mm. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Woo, I, I, yeah.
1: <laughs> Silence the critics.
0: Yeah, it's a Yeah. That's Appreciate why we that. had this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and with that said, <laughs> that's why we had this
4: amazing dialogue.
3: get real. <laughs>
4: yeah, I've deeply.
0: Hit hit
3: hit real.
4: On before they get to you, their mama's been working on them. their wife's working on them. Their kids working on them. Their jobs working on them. Their childhoods working on them. And you come out. Mm-hmm. I want you to work on this marriage with me. You every all of us sit here with everything I just listed behind us. Everything. Okay, maybe you don't have a divorce behind you. You got a family history. You got a work history. You got a childhood. Mm-hmm. You had an upbringing. You have right. a story to tell, and it did something to you. Some mm-hmm. of it's good, and some of it's not. So right. I need to know what your working framework looks like. Yeah. Mm. Right.
0: Yeah. And Brother Ammar said, "Divorce is a travesty in Islam."
4: Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's like um, if I'm going to bake, I'm a foodie, so I think in I speak in food. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I may say, well, we're going to bake a, a cake, and for someone out for what, for me, that means you know I'm going to get my flour. You um, Lord, I can't even remember the one I, I only use one brand. I can't even think of what it is right now, but it doesn't matter. And for someone else, mm-hmm. it's not behind We we're not the same. <laughs> yeah. The framework for baking a cake is box. Is a box. Mm-hmm mine is scratch right mm-hmm. i'm gonna get some flour some water some bacon
1: soda
4: exactly That's yeah. so what you talk about we gonna make it work y'all don't even have the same tool kit
0: okay subhanallah oh thank God. you so much i was just looking at the comments There's so many um so much going on um (laughs) so much going on in the comments but um, i I, you know i deeply appreciate this um this conversation i think more importantly i think we all realize that the importance of going ahead and getting this book um i know you said it it is a premarital guy guy
4: but i'm i'm assuming anybody could benefit from this book selection but we're not telling people that yet we're oh. waiting for people to get it and so that they can see it themselves. We've already had married couples purchase it.
0: But yeah. Okay. It is,
4: okay. It, so everybody, please. But it is taken I'm directly ordering on from tonight. our premarital course. Directly from that.
0: Okay. Subhanallah. All right. And can you just tell us one more time, drop it slowly for us, where we can pre-order the book.
4: Okay. I sent you a link that you can share with them. Okay. To get it. But it is in pre-sale. The book will be sent out to you. You will be able to have the opportunity to get a signed copy the first week of March. So please go ahead and get your pre-sale signed copy um, now Mm -hmm. at this time. For those of you, let's see. What is this? It's Dope Muslima. So Muslima (laughs) So if you get a copy of the book, I'm going to make Dope Muslima a coupon code. So, mm. that have, mm. <laughs> so that you will also be able to um get our the um the premarital course the, the self-guided premarital course and i'm my husband he ain't here he's probably gonna have to fit but i'm gonna make it $39.99 okay <laughs>
2: All right. y'all you could have discussed that with your husband first night. and now come on <laughs>
1: <laughs> she took a leap of faith we'll see how that works <laughs>
2: <laughs> she knows him so,
4: enough. Y'all give me give me give me time to but that'll be the coupon code DopeMuslima and I'll make that in and you put it in and so that way you can get the book and you can get our self-guided pre manager course together as a So when you or when you when you get the book and you the um you you'll be able to get um to get the course and you will automatically get the 5 downloads and the workbook. That goes along with the course automatically. I'm going to do that for those wonderful. those that All are Marshall right. sure. tonight. Sure. Oh, Looking forward to that. Only
0: tonight. You have to purchase it tonight, Nyla. No, I'm I'm going to give them i I'm give them a couple
4: of days.
0: Give a couple of days. Okay, you heard that. You, that. you guys want to go on to the website that clay right, Nyla? Yes, that clay okay. okay.
4: What is it? Um, if you can share with them the link in your yeah that in again please um I'll send them the the link and um that. there you
0: go okay all right my beautiful people so please take advantage of that and uh make sure so you can get more gems and all of that and not just that it's, it also um, just supports um, uh, this cause. And we are really trying to, like I said, mashallah, really help our community. Sister, the Clay couple does so much in the community as far as helping healthy marriages, but also just hel- helping all of us have a healthy relationship with ourselves. So we really appreciate this dialogue, guys. We ha- I had so much fun, mashallah. Jazakallah Kaiden. For Sister Khalida, you said, when will it be ready? Um, March
4: 2nd. So very soon. Right, and the other thing is, someone said, um, "I want the bonus too," and you already pre-ordered. All you have to do is, you you will be able to get the um, the self-guided course. Just put in the coupon code "Dope Muslim. As long as you have the coupon code, you'll still find. Okay, dope Muslima is a coupon. Code. Okay, coupon. Thank you so much
0: for that. Thank you so much. I just wanted to give to extend some gratitude, Brother Trishan. Thank you so much for coming on, and I just wanted to extend a du'a. May Allah bless you with a um, companion. Um, Inshallah, someone that's the coolness Inshallah. of your eyes, and may um, Allah continue to um, elevate you and me. Thank you for being Inshallah. on the show. Um,
2: thank
1: you, thank you so much for having me. Thank you, brother.
0: MashaAllah And thank you, Brother Yusuf, as well, for being here and you as well. I know that you are also um, single and I'm not sure whether you seek it or not. But may Allah bless you with a spouse if that's what you seek. But may Allah bless you also with much success. Thank you for being on the show.
3: Thank you. Thank you.
0: And sister Naima, Jazakallah. Thank you so much for being on the show and for your perspective mm-hmm. and for holding it down for the sisters. So may Allah bless you, <laughs> sister. <laughs>
4: thank uh-huh. you thank you someone asked for the code i'm gonna make it dope muslima all caps dope muslima. oh all cups okay all caps. okay okay all caps
0: okay
2: yes
0: all right all right And thank you to my dope audience members thank you so much mashallah this was our last special edition of this series we are coming back next wednesday called love's triumph um with another dope couple inshallah And I cannot wait to continue to connect with you guys. Thank you. May Allah bless all of you. Have a wonderful night and a wonderful week. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi
2: wa barakatuh.